And so, <laughs> and so, I'm, <coughs> I'm committing. I'm committing. And so, just like The Rock to fuck shit up, oh we're my back. God, that's perfect. With another thrilling Big Four episode of What Are We Even Doing? Mm-hmm. Guys, I feel like it's been ages since I've seen my co-host, my partner in crime, my TDC cohort. I'm Tom, otherwise known as Christian Rose, being joined by... Damien Destrain, otherwise known as Braden. Uh, I feel like I usually introduce my real name first. Probably, yeah. And then... But I didn't this time. Right, 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 right. Um, Guys, this is going to be a loaded show, but it's going to be a little bit different, I think, from the usual Big Four episodes that we do, because we always cover our Big Fours. That's true. It's and this been, is Rumble. And this, this is, is a classic. Personally, it's, it's, it's excitement levels are pretty equal for me mm-hmm. for Rumble and Mania, but yeah. I think Rumble edges it out just a little bit more. I think so, too. It's always There's a something about event. the Rumble that I just... Yeah. I'm so pumped for every year. And it, you know that it's the start of, like, busy season, so right, to speak, too. you know? Yeah. Like, everything from January to uh, March-ish, whenever we have our uh, Manias... It just everything's hyped. Everything feels amplified. Everything feels bigger um, because we're we're on that road, dog. Mm. We're going there. Uh, but before we go anywhere, we got to ring this fucking oh, yeah. bell. And I'm just gonna do this. I'm sorry, mm. but uh, I bought this drink at Casey's specifically for the podcast. Yeah, and opened it as soon as I got in my car. <laughs> um, so at the time of recording. Now, here's how this episode is going to be a little bit different from our usual Big Force. At the time of recording, we are actually one week removed from the Rumble itself mm. happening. Mm-hmm. So this, but, we're also going to cover some wrestling news that has happened recently. And I think we should also discuss our maybe a couple predictions for Mania. Based on the Rumble and the news! Um, yeah. So... Let's 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 get into the actual rumble first. Um, I did not take notes on this, and also I was not able to watch this rumble live. I was myself and Connor Hopkins were actually booked on probably the only independent show in the country that had the balls to run head to head with the rumble. Yeah, uh, a uh, 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 what I'm going to call disastrous choice by the good people of EWA, otherwise known as Rugged Pro. Fouts, if you're listening, I love you, man, but not a great idea. Anywho, <laughs> I actually watched. Um, I watched a chunk of this when we got back. Actually, I think I watched the the women's rumble, mm. and then the next night I was like, you know what? We usually record earlier in the week. I need to watch this so that I, you know, can talk about it. I guess even though at that point, obviously, it'd been spoiled, you yeah. know, and everything else. But I was like, no. That doesn't matter. I need to watch the show so I can have it, like, yeah, my opinions on it. Mine! So, I started it on Sunday night, and I watched the whole thing. Hmm. So, I've seen the Women's Rumble technically twice, although that first time I was very tired, very bombed up, and yeah. fell asleep on the couch. So, I mean, I watched it, but I didn't, you know? Right. But, uh, this was from St. Petersburg, Florida. 40... Tropicana Field... 48,044 in attendance. Mm. Rumble has become just such a fucking huge 
Huge show. Good. Uh, you want to take us into this? Because this this is also a weird one. Because I feel like there's only there's four, four matches, matches. Which last year there was five. I remember thinking, oh my god, that's a, not a lot of matches for right. a premium live event. Yeah. Only issued by the WWE. Um. Anyway. But yeah, only four. Which yeah. I mean, when two fine. of your matches are each going to go the hour ish mark. You know, you don't really need a whole lot. Yeah. But it was it was also weird because I, I almost felt like you need that kind of filler match or that hard reset. And what do you think is the best Rumble pay-per-view? Just, like, off the top of your head. Because I, I want to... That's just, tricky. Just a, a, a thought experiment. That's a very tricky question. Because you're talking the show as a whole. Yeah. So, this is going to sound weird, but I feel like there would be some weird formula because... I think it's it's really really difficult to have a perfect rumble show because typically either the rumble is very good and there's a couple misses on the rest of the card or yeah. the rest of the card is very good and the rumble is just kind of there and it's predictable because you know right. you know who's going to win. I might actually say for me at least my beloved Rumble 2000. Mm. I know we covered okay. it ages ago. I know there's some misses on it, the rumble of match itself being one, but I was gonna say O two, just because I like that one a lot, like that show a lot, because the Rumble is pretty good, and I really like the rest of the show. What was on the rest of the card, or do you remember? That was a off Flair and Vince one, right? Uh, O two. Yeah. yeah, that would have been two thousand two. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's the one. That's what I picture when I right. see that show. Um, but I just want to see here. So I'm gonna go to the results. There's six matches on. This Rumble show. Really? So there's always been, like, I guess less matches. I guess that makes sense because the Rumble is so long. But now there's two of them. Right. So that that's even that's a, further. That's an hour of wrestling. Where were there six? No. This is, on, Ro- this is Rumble oh, 2000. Oh, okay. I was like, there were four right. on this year. Yeah, I was just seeing, like, how... Let's see what O2 was. Um, yeah, six. Yeah. So that seems That seems like... I don't know, there's something about it being only four that it just seems like mm-hmm. you couldn't at least get five. I don't know yeah. why, but I don't know why five seems fine. Do you feel that? Or no, I I, I'm, I'm with you. I thought it was... Also, there were things that I noticed as I was watching the show where I was like, could have used another match and not this. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that in due time. They used this year's Rumble as filler. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a big complaint that I have. Um... But the opening match for this year's Rumble, though, was the Women's Rumble. Mm-hmm. And watching this, I, I thought this was it was fine. You know? I like this Rumble. Uh, it was good. There was some pretty slick stuff in it. It exceeded my expectations. Yeah, and like which I didn't have low expectations. It also I was just kind of like, oh yeah, this would be fun. It really made me realize how much change there has been for women's wrestling, specifically in WWF, in my time, because I can remember. I was thinking about this earlier. There was a time when I was watching wrestling every week, and the entire women's roster was probably less than 15 women, and yeah. at times maybe even 10. Because I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, I, Trish and Lita, yeah. Molly Holly, I've, uh, Ivory was still there, yeah, um, Jacqueline, Victoria, that's six. Jazz? Jazz, that's seven. Uh, China was in there intermittently. Yeah, I'll th- okay, we'll throw China in. That's eight. Uh, 
Stacy Keebler, if that counts. Tori was Tory there Wilson, in the stable. That's they were Tins, there in the loosest stable. Terry Runnels, like, and you kind of count stuff. She counts in this too. She does, but I'm saying that like even now we're like struggling, and we didn't hit 15 there. Correct. So, so like the entire roster being 15 women to now we can have a, a full on 30 woman rumble and still have women on the roster that were not in it. Yeah. Ba- Bailey brought that up because uh, they interviewed her about it, and they said something at the end of her press conference like about, oh, you know, typically legends are in this. Is there anybody? She's like. That talks to the depth and talent of our roster that we did not need to bring in legends. Right. I agree. And the Women's Rumble was the only one that had a surprise in it. Yeah. And it was a good one. Was there discourse about the lack of legend pops this year? Because I think I saw somebody bitch about that. that. And I was like, like, you actually just can't be satisfied because then it's, oh, you're relying on legends. Sure. Like, well, I don't know, because, like, okay, to play devil's advocate, because I can kind of see, yeah. to, to a certain degree, I can kind of see where the discourse is. The Rumble is kind of the the one place you expect that. Right. Maybe that's and it's, where And it's the, the easiest one to get away with it, because right. you're literally just popping for, the in, that, in essence, the, the music. Yeah. And then hopefully we're daintily putting somebody over the top rope because they're old. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like, I don't... Have a, I don't have any issue with there not being any legend pops this year. Me because, either. like, in theory, you run out of legends that you can do this with. No, you have in to theory, create... you build new ones as well, you're using these legends, and they haven't for 20 years. Exactly. And that's a bigger fucking problem. Like, who would... I'm sorry, I'm not trying to... I, I can tell you're about to weigh in. Uh, who would the, that next crop of legend be, though? Because, like, if... Cena. Yeah, you know what? You're Batista. If you ever yeah. Like, Batista, yeah. Batista was one that people were waiting for. Right. But it's the thing where it's like, and I'm sure the numbers here are the same, and I'm just not looking at it that way, but like, uh, my beloved gimmick Battle Royal from <laughs> mm-hmm. Mania God. 17, that was 2002. So mm-hmm. Sergeant Slaughter had been like world champion eight years prior to that, I think. I think he did some shit in 94 with Hogan. So that's only eight years. But it, it feels like it would have been 20. Right. Because he he's in that as a fucking legend gimmick, whatever the fuck. So now I'm sitting here like, there's no there's not a way to put it in a strict number and equation. It's also changed a lot because, like, we've talked about this before, the longevity of the performer in general. Uh, yeah, big time. This, this match made me realize, man, like, the turnover for these people used to be way more rampant. Because mm-hmm. I was like, fucking Bailey has been in this company since like 2015 or something? Maybe even before then? Because I feel like she was on takeovers for NXT in like 2016 17. Yeah. And then was on the main roster not long after that. I think 2015 sounds about right. But that's. That's a. That's, that's nine years. Yeah. <laughs> that's nine years. Like, Trish Stratus ain't had no nine year run. Like. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, yeah, it's nuts. But, I don't know, kind of in a good, like... But what I'm saying is, because of that longevity, there's going to be a large gap in time where you don't have those legends like you used to. Because they're still here. Yeah. Like, your answer of Cena, great answer. He's not much older than Orton. He's not much older than Roman. I know, but he hasn't been gone long enough. Right. He was on a show just a few months ago. 
But even like Trish, not much older than Nia Jax, is Tamina still working? Yeah, uh, she just she wasn't even in the Rumble, was she? No. no. Thank Holy the Lord. shit! We didn't have to rely on that legend. <laughs> <laughs> people as irritated about legend pops as much as there were no surprises and i think the reason that people were bummed was there were no surprises is because it was already such a foregone conclusion as to which one of two people would be winning the rumble and everything else was just filler okay absolutely that that's fair so as a surprise if all of a sudden fucking i don't cardona sure he shows up if MJF had shown up, sure. people would have shit their pants. Absolutely. The people that did show up as surprises or comebacks, that was very awesome. One was heralded, or one was received way better than the other. Mm. But. So, like. Okay, go all the way back. With the with the Women's Rumble, we, can, we can't talk about it without talking about the, the big surprise. I yeah, so there's. There was two, I think. Well, technically, well, one there's and a three. Half. Um. Jordan Grace being, I think, that's, the biggest that's one. The one. That's the biggest. Naomi coming back was not a surprise because the internet can't shut the fuck up. Right. I didn't know about that. But... I missed that. So I, 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 I was, still enjoyed I was completely it. surprised by yeah. that. And I was happy for her. And mm-hmm. then R-Truth being cheated out of winning two Rumbles. <laughs> that's... It's, what a brilliant... R-Truth is the best. Yeah. I pitched this online. I want this year's Money in the Bank match to have a point where R-Truth runs to the ring... He's not in the match. He just runs to the ring, throws everyone over the top rope, and then points to a mania sign that is not there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, let's talk about the Jordan Grace thing. Let's let's go in order here. I thought this was cool as shit. This was a fun surprise. Didn't see it coming. And they made her look really, really, really good. good. And I that was great, because I think the thing that people forget about a couple years ago when Mickey James showed up with... I think that wasn't that last year? Or was that, two? Or I think was that it was two, two years ago? I think it was two. Wow. Two yeah. sounds right. But when she showed up with, you know, Knockout's Women's Championship on, and everyone's like, holy shit, myself included, she was then in that rumble for about three and a half, maybe four minutes, and they just chucked her, like, off camera. Yeah. And this with this one, though, Jordan looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, and she was in there for a while. Give me Jordan Grace versus Rhea Ripley. Please. That'd be <laughs> fucking great. Like They would do, they would do all, everything. <laughs> This ma- this rumble actually made me more interested in like, in essence, like fantasy or matches or dream matches with women's wrestling than it made me interested for like, honestly, the actual outcome. Because <laughs> the whole time I was sitting here, I was like, oh man, uh, that Ivy Nile girl is super new, but she's jacked and really athletic. Her Jordan Grace would be cool. Yeah. Uh, Naomi's back, and there's like a couple of new people there that she could work with, and she's really fucking good. That would be cool. Um, and then obviously like Jade Cargill, like I think that's the biggest one too. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that was huge. Jesus. And they kept her entire presentation. Like that's the same song she had in AEW. That's that's insane. the same entrance. It's the like she that's got the insane. Cody treatment of you just get to bring all of that with you. Like, I knew the name would stick. I thought so too because like if you take the name away, you. As dumb as it may sound, that's her biggest asset is her name value. Yeah. Now you just have a new, in essence, quote unquote, green worker. That's something they would have done in like a couple the, years ago. In the nineties. Someone, uh, someone jumps over. Yeah, from and, like and WCW. Like, okay, yeah. you're meat now. Right. You can't. 
You can't be the boss man, so we're going to call you the guardian angel. Holy shit. That's one of the best, like, you're losing your name moments, too. As far as I'm concerned, you're no longer the boss. And that was it. They just dropped it. Wow. Stupid. Anyway, I loved... I liked this Women's Rumble quite mm. a bit. Yeah. I was going to say I loved it, but, like, I don't know. Maybe I did. They also they was, made, Jade, had, they made Jade look really, really good, too. Yes. The thing is, I was watching it with um, Nina, Lindsay, and Bailey. Yeah. So we were having a good time as a group watching. Yeah. So that made it way more way more enjoy- bleh, enjoyable. For sure. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like this. This was one hour and five minutes, exactly. Yeah. I meant to make you guess that, like the old theme returns, but yes. I'm really high. <laughs> uh, I also thought, somebody pointed this out, and this is not necessarily a good thing, but, you, you know, just bear with me. One of the things that makes the Women's Rumble less predictable and thusly a little bit more fun to watch is because they pass those championships around to anyone and everyone at any moment, like, it makes it more believable that anybody could win. That's fair. I now, granted, I think that. that that's part of the, you know, I'm going to say, like, weakening of those championships. But it's a, you know, Liv Morgan was women's champion not that long ago. Yeah, and she was a legit contender for this match. Because right. Because she returned, did a big return from something. Uh, she was hurt. Oh, I, I can't remember what that. it was. Shoulder injury. Shoulder injury. Um, What was after this? Was this the four-way? The four-way. Yeah. I didn't expect this to... I, I expected it to be right before men's, honestly. I did too. But, um... I... I understand why they did it, though, because Roman is, by the end of the show, is... Right. Which they still could have done, but... It, I, power, I, but I yeah. think it makes more sense. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, so... This is Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, LA Knight, Randy Orton, four-way... Yes. For the WWE Undisputed W... Wait. Oh, w- oh the Undisputed is first. Mm. The Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. I hate that. Put the WWE first. The WWE Undisputed That's actually Universal how he Championship. It? I don't know. That's how it's listed here on, oh. on That's weird. the Wikipedia. If it was the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship... That's a little bit better than yeah. Undisputed WWE Universal Champion. It's mm-hmm. just weird order. I hate that it's universal. Yeah. I hate that it's undisputed. Y'all motherfuckers are fighting for it. Like, <laughs> hey. Also, there's another fucking belt. <laughs> That's true. Hey, um, so I actually really liked this match quite a bit. Hmm. I didn't like it as much as you. Okay. I didn't fully dislike it, but, um, okay, I'm not a fan of four ways in general. I'm not a fan of being in them. I'm not usually a fan of watching them. I didn't think that this was bad. Here's my big problem with it. There was at least two moments in it that I was sitting to a rage, because I was like, what the fuck? Um, But my problem with the match overall, it was a little long, and yeah, I get it, we've only got four matches... And I thought it was slow. Very. Yeah. And I understand that, especially if you, you you have Roman and Orton in the same match at the same time, it's not going to be fast. Yeah. But but I I hear you though. Yeah. I, there was just times in it where I was like, if that if I feel like there was a better match in here for me that was four and a half minutes shorter. Mm. 
because that's more what I expect. And like WWE actually usually gets those types of matches. Yeah, right. usually they do. So I hear you. How long do you think this was? Ah, uh, fuck! It's been days, but I, it felt like it was at least fourteen minutes. Nineteen thirty. Holy Christ! Like, <laughs> uh, man, like my problem. Okay, other problems I had with this. There was this one moment in this match that just... I was like, whoa, no. Um, I don't remember how, but Orton and L.A. Knight are both down, in essence, stacked on top of each other. Mm -hmm. And Roman is standing there looking at them. And I'm watching this late on Sunday night, high myself, into the cans, going, why are you not counting? What the fuck is this? And they, on commentary, have to say, the ref's not counting because both men's shoulders are down. And I'm like, one of them's on top of the other one. They're, and, like, it, they have done this finish before where two guys are down, one's got an arm on you, and the other one's got an arm on him, and they count it, and it's a draw. And I would have accepted if the ref had gone to count and then stopped and been like, no, this arm is on top of him, this arm's on top of him, leg on top of whatever, shoulders down, it would be a draw. I needed some better explanation for this. But my bigger See, issue, my bigger issue is that Roman is standing there looking at this... For what seemed like an hour. And I was... He's not selling. He's not da dazed. He's not rocked. He's looking at these dudes on the ground and not trying to fucking win. Yeah. I, I did notice that. Like... and I, I didn't I didn't have a problem with the not counting the pin thing. Because I was like, yeah. okay, I get it. I'm willing to go there. Okay. Because it's, it's in a very similar version to if you count me out, who, who wins? wins? Sure. I... I don't have a problem, I think, with the thing as much as I did what I felt was a piss-poor explanation as to oh, why okay. this is not happening. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But. And then, I, I yeah, I guess. But I, 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 okay. I guess I'm willing, I was willing to forgive it because I was, I was jazzed up with where it paid off. Mm -hmm. With the triple pin and all right. three men kick out. I, I cool. love that. I, the pacing of it is what I just didn't care Absolutely. for. Absolutely. If somehow yeah. we had double-bumped Orton in L.A. and they both fell down like that, and as that happened, Roman staggers around, there's a phenomenal forearm, oh shit, they're all on top of each other, I'm on board. I think I'm with you with a, a four and a half minutes shorter. If this was a tight 15 and they did everything the same... Yeah. Just speed it the fuck up. <laughs> like... And Orton's he, got a lot of muscle to move around nowadays. He does, but guess what? He only moves in spurts of six feet at a time. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, like I, I remember watching this and thinking about it, and then I was like, this is a note that I had about Roman's match with Jey Uso at SummerSlam. The, there was no urgency in this, and I felt like there needed to be, especially because they always hyped, like, you only have a 25% chance of retaining, blah, 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 first yeah. of all. And I was like... I get it, you guys have a four-way, and you've been given 20 minutes, which I will say, for me, I would not, I'm not able to do that, and I would not do that, yeah. <laughs> like, as a worker. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, the sequences and stuff that they did do, I thought were very good when they got to them. No, I hear you. I hear you. I also If just... I rewatched it, I would probably not like it as much as I do on right. remembering it the first time. This would be a great match to watch in that circumstance where you're in a party situation watching it live, whatever, because you're going to be able to turn and look over here and talk to somebody and, turn <laughs> back and not miss anything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And you still got that chin lock. Yep. Well, somebody's out of the ring, I think. Uh, I also just was like going into this part of the thing that cut it down for me was I was like, I already pretty much knew Roman was going to go over here no matter what the match was, but he's super not losing in a fucking four-way. Yeah. Even though I heard too many fucking nerds say, well, what if we take the belt off Roman here? That way it protects him and he still hasn't been pinned. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Why don't we just shit in our hands and clap while we're at it? Aw, I had an idea. I would have been fine with somebody other than Roman fighting Cody. I'm not going to shit my hands, Tom. That's not the point. If Roman was going to lose that match in a four-way, he would still need to be the guy eating the fall. Like, the idea of doing this long of a run and all of this hype and he loses it because somebody pinned L.A. Knight? Yeah, no. Oh, my God. Um, Then we've got KO versus uh, Logan Paul. Yes. I I loved this this match. I I liked this more than I liked the four-way. Um... So did I, so that translates to I loved this match. Um, how, well, did you, what was you, was the finishing question for you at all? Because it was for me, honestly. Uh, I, w- I would have bought either here. Yeah. For sure. Which I love. Yeah. That's a thing that um, Austin Theory never, ever did with the championship. Right. You only expect... Create genuine intrigue. Uh... <laughs> Create have somebody, good matches. Somebody wanting to win based on who the challenger was, not based on the challenger not being Austin Theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought this was the most pro wrestling match I've seen Logan Paul have so far. Yeah, like some of the fanboying over him. I'm like, guys, let's let's slow it down just a fucking. Group. Yeah, let's not act like he's Shawn Michaels. And he's had, still had less than ten matches. And I get it, people are like, holy shit, he's had less than 10 matches. Motherfucker, he's had six months in between each one to practice it move for fucking move. Like, yeah. Let's let's be realistic here. But I felt like a lot of his other matches have largely been super athletic spot fests. Yeah. Entertaining, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Specifically, like the one with him and Ricochet. But that was what that was supposed to be. <laughs> absolutely. I think that the match with him and Rollins at Mania last year was... Pretty much just, hey, this is a very spotty athletic match. Mm-hmm. This one felt more like an actual professional wrestling match to me because it was a lot of Kevin Owens beating the fuck out of him. Yeah. Kevin Owens is fucking awesome. So good. I wanted to see him do the Steenalizer. Mm. That, that is the rarity of a move that is so much safer in when going into the turnbuckles. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the only one, might be the only one ever actually. Like I would never take it, and I couldn't. But even if I was in that situation, I'd be like, do it into the corner. I don't want to try to land on my head, Hiromu myself. Yeah, Jesus. Um, the finish of this, I really, really liked. Loved it. I thought the finish of this is what WWE gets right and what they get better than any wrestling company ever is the genuine ring positioning, camera positioning, and all of that on the actual finish was fucking perfect. Yeah. And if it had been shot in a different way or in a different positioning in the ring or anything like that, 
it would not have been as effective. Yeah. But it also, I thought the finish kind of made sense in the sense of, like, Logan Paul goes to use the Nux, uh, Kevin stops him, is like, fuck it, I'll use the Nux, and hits him. That's a tried-and-true classic that's been done for ages. You know, yeah. that's shit that Hogan would type do, you know, back in the 80s and whatnot. Like, it's not because, like, oh, he's a good guy and he used the Nux. It's like, no, he's a person that exists in the real world. It's <laughs> yeah. like, you tried to hit me with this. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the ultimate thing of, like, it makes sense if you think about it because every other time in history, they hide him. Right. On the pin. Yeah. Kevin Owens just hooks the legs with the knucks on his hands. Yeah. And the ref spots it and is smart. And that's awesome. Totally not what I expected. I was like, when he hit him with the knucks, I was like, oh, shit, title change. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Makes sense. Because, like, it could go either way. But I love that that's a, a, a way... It's not. It doesn't feel like a cheap disqualification. No, it's actually a pretty justified disqualification. Yeah. And we actually made a ref look credible and smart. Mm-hmm. So I bet this leads to a no DQ at Mania. I was gonna say do something wackier and put Nux on a pole or something like. We need it. I'm not kidding. Sure. We need it. We need an on a on the pole match we're, at Mania. If Stop. we're going stupid here, it's fine. <laughs> I know you didn't. Did you watch anything of SmackDown? No. Okay. So Logan Paul comes trotting down the hallway with his little belt over his hand or his arm, and the ref for that match mm. is standing in the hallway doing whatever refs do between matches. And he stops and he goes, "It's you! It's you! I, I, I'm so happy to see you. I'm having the best week of my life. You were there. I love you. I almost love you. Here, you know what? You're you're United States champion. Here, take this. I'm rich enough. I can buy another one. Puts it on his shoulders like, I love you, man. Walks off. He goes, No, you know what? I'm taking that belt back with me. Beat a good work. And I'm like. That's so good. It's something like so that. stupid and little and dumb, but like... The idea that they ever tried to have Logan Paul be a babyface, and I know it's because he and his, quote, team wanted him to be one, but at the same time, that would be one of those instances of like, let's say I had somehow stumbled my way into that boardroom, and it's, you know, Triple H and WWE guys and Logan Paul and his guys, and they're all like, well, if I'm going to come in and do this WWE thing, I need to be presented as a babyface. It'll help rehab my public image, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, harm, harm. I would have been that one person. It's like, no! Me in the back? Question in the back? How dare you? They're not going to like you. For any reason ever. Alright, I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like if Dana White brought back Conor McGregor and booked him as a fucking underdog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are we doing? Oh man, you see it all the fucking time though, where they're just like, "No, that's not, that's not the role you should be in, dog." Like, yes. Uh, no. Overall, I thought it was a good match. Definitely going to lead to something else at Mania. You said no DQ. Yeah, because this ended that. in disqualification. I feel like that's that's a logical step. We're gonna get there somehow. And Owens does really shine in those type of hardcore-ish gimmick matches. Owens either gonna fucking hit something big off of something or gonna fall off of something and yeah. lose. Either way, it's going to be sheer spectacle. Right. If hit Logan Paul with a golf cart, it will please me. That is, of all the fucking crazy bumps in wrestling, that's one that I think it, we keep forgetting about where I want to be like, guys, that cart was going really fucking fast. <laughs> um, Can we talk 
about the real bright spot of the show? Hmm. Like, it, it was a theme throughout, which was Terry selling us on Tampa Bay. These Hogan promos? Or not Tampa Bay. St. Pete's. Yeah. And that's Florida, brother. That's yeah, St. Petersburg, dude. This is a thing with flounders. Those dolphins are misconstrued. <laughs> I broke Tom and couldn't finish. They kept happening. Why? Why? I don't know. He's. And you never know. I might have one more in me, brother. Okay. Come on, baby. Never. Now I want it. Okay. Now I didn't want it when that first happened. Now with the events of the past like fourteen days, which we're going to talk about when we're done with this show, I want it. Come on, Huckster. Fourteen days. I feel like we. It was a month. No, dude. The world's ending constantly. This is hell. Every so, day now has 48 hours, dude. They all, <laughs> they all suck. That's the problem. Speaking of Hulk Hogan, we'll talk about it on the next show when we talk about the wrestling news. Is that the next show or is this This is show? going to be part of this one. Oh, okay. When we get to that, remind me to tell you my plan to break up with Tom if something he's spoken to the universe comes to fruition. I may have accidentally willed something into happening. Don't. Oh, yeah. We're don't talk don't about play it. with the black magic. I've, I've become... I've started to think that God actually does listen to me, but only in the sense of, like, uh, he's not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta okay. Get, I gotta make that happen. I gotta make that happen. He's not going <laughs> to like that. Happy. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, anyways. So, moving on. It's the uh, the men's rumble. The rumble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Buckle gonna... up, buckaroos. Yeah. Did we talk about the really cool thing that they're doing now that mm. just started this year? They tell you how long the top the the three longest people have been in the match. Oh, for. right, the little the time clock. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a cool was, touch. I dug that. Yeah, that was really really cool. I love anything that adds to that sports presentation. Ever since Kevin Dunn left that company, yeah, we are Imagine getting some that. new things. We're getting that, that dope camera angle that comes in like you're starting a match on two K fourteen. Yeah, or two K twenty four. Whatever year it is now. Uh, And we're getting people cutting promos in a different situation. Like, I've seen that they're doing some where people are walking to the ring for their entrance, cutting the promo. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. It's something that is not just, I'm standing in front of a third of a wrestling ring for some fucking reason. Dude. That what third, is that? that third of a wrestling ring the, is so stupid. The best one, <laughs> the, the best one was when it was so fucking frigid out those last few like uh-huh. that one week. They're interviewing Seth in the back with Kathy Kelly or whoever it is in the, in the corner when of the they, ring. This would have been when they were at, in Lincoln. Yes, and we had that blizzard. Yeah. Yes, you can see his breath. Yes, wherever it is, it's frigid, and they mention it, and she's standing there in her little tiny dress, and he's in a jacket, and she's like, "I can see your breath," like. It's almost as if now the product almost takes place in the real world. Um, Men's Rumble match. Anyways. Yes. Uh, I don't remember a whole lot about this one. I I just remember thinking it was, like, pretty solid for yeah. the most part. Like, this one was fine. It was solid. Nothing grabbed me. Besides our truth Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was great. Our truth is awesome. Like, I don't even remember who the first two out here were. Jimmy and Jay. Oh, that's right. And they do not immediately just beat the piss out of one another. This this irritated me because I was like, oh, I do remember this now. Being like, oh shit, that's a cool way to start this. Yeah. And hopefully we're going to get this long rumored match with them against each other at Mania. And then they don't really do anything for 90 seconds. And then the moment the other people start to fill up the ring, they just like go away from each other. Yeah. Well, they're trying... 
They're saving it, brother. Then don't do this! <laughs> like, don't do this! Do the thing where they just are different entrances and they have a fucking stare down. But that's not as cool as starting it with the, the, the two, bro. I booked this rumble this year, I can brother. tell. I can it's tell. It's my rumble, dude. That's Hydrocodone Hogan there. <laughs> This can't be in a fever dream, brother. Whole codone. Brothers against brothers, dude. <laughs> brothers against brothers, brother. <laughs> I actually run the show now, dude. I bought The Rock. I bought, <laughs> I bought Endeavored, brother. TK I own the Hogan, whole show. TK Hogan, that's good. I'm going to steal that and, and not give you credit, brother. Are you going to get another rosary? You only have six on it. <laughs> I'm going to get a tattoo that says, Jam that jam very vividly on this side. I'm going to get matching jam that jam tattoos, brother. <laughs> you, hold on, hold on. Because I don't on. like jelly. <laughs> Can it be jam that jam on one forearm and mosh that mosh on the other? <laughs> Spanish for Maj, that Maj. Can we talk about the highlight of this rumble, which was our truth coming in and running a hot tag, specifically yes. Cena's hot tag? Yes, okay. I love that. That Dom tagged him in, dude. Okay, this was such a good example of comedy where for if because I actually was paying attention to every like okay once Truth reached for the tag, I started only looking at everyone else. And they actually played it as the progressive, what are you doing? That's not how this works. Don't know. Oh shit, he tagged it true. Where it's like every other person in the match is gradually just accepting that yeah. this is a thing now. I love, my favorite thing about it though is that like JD McDonough is on the outside, mm -hmm. just pummeled or whatever. Mm -hmm. So Truth comes out, sees this, and is like, oh no. Dom needs help, and, and his right. tag team partner is down. I will step uh -huh. in because I'm also in the Judgment Day. Yeah. So, like, he just skips the fact that it's a Royal Rumble match. Yeah. I, I don't know. R-Truth <laughs> is the smartest man alive. I think so. Mm-hmm. He is only in great shape. He's only ever been injured, like, majorly once, and that was recently. recently. He looks the same now as he did in... What year was he K-quit? Was that... 2002? 02, yeah. Jesus. Teaming with Road Dog on Sunday Night Heat and doing the 6.30. Yeah. To now, also, former NWA world champion. Yeah. Won a bunch of shit in the Fed. What and, an insane career that man has had. Yeah. And a low-key insane career. Only universally beloved. Yeah. Because if that was 02, then yeah, that's at least 22 years of him working on television. Nuts. Yeah. I think he was the first black... No. I, I could have sworn he was the first black NWA champion. But that might not I be right. I feel like that would have had to have happened a little bit like earlier. Let me consult but the I Tribune. Could, I'm not positive, but I, I thought that was true. Um. So Cody wins. Yeah, Cody wins. Comes down to him and Punk. Cody wins. Yeah. Ryan Killings. That First African-American wrestler to be recognized as NWA world champ. Well, I'll be damned. Even one more feather in his cap. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, Andrade came back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was neat. What a weird, like, 
honestly, since he left Mexico, career. Yeah. Leaves Mexico and Japan, comes to <coughs> NXT, is kind of flounders for a while, then is the best thing that they have, goes to the main roster at the worst possible time, because then COVID happens, gets put in horrible tag teams that only ever lose, leaves the company, goes to AEW, does nothing for the next year plus, mm-hmm. comes back. Mm-hmm. Really strange. Sammy is 30? Oh, yeah, Sammy Zane? Yeah. Everybody just kind of went, oh. I thought that was smart because he is also so... Ah, fuck. I was going to say they couldn't boo him, but then I was like, no, they booed Ray that one year when they wanted Brian, and it was Ray at 30. Yeah. I don't think... I don't know who you could have put at 30... Where the crowd would have been super stoked. Because this rumble had... <laughs> yes, but I think that fucks the entire thing and then nobody cares about the rest of the match. I think it fucks it, but fucks it less than it's been fucked. No, it, I, I... Yeah, this, yeah? Thing, this thing has been taken to dinner and... <laughs> so, like, I, I think it completely... There's no stakes if, Rome, if Rock's yeah. in it. That's the problem. But then, I know he got hurt, but Trump, uh, Phil looks like a bag of trash and yeah. gets eliminated. Yeah, that was something I did notice at the final stretch of this. Punk did not look good. And I know he was hurt early on with Drew. Yeah. But there was points in it where I was like, and maybe it just was the injury, because I'm sure that also ra- it rattled him. You know, it does rattle you when you're having a match and you get hurt and you're sure. like, ah, oh, fuck, now what? But, like, yeah. I do remember noticing, I was like, he's just not moving well here. I don't remember noticing anything like it that. It also might have been because he was, like, with Cody and Drew and people that I'm like, those are, like, top tier. I right. think Drew McIntyre is, like, a, a maybe the most underrated athlete on the fucking WWE roster right now because that guy is massive. Uh-huh. Kips his, up. Kips up. Moves great, and his finisher is jumping and taking the biggest back bump possible. Also, this and was, gets high on it every time. This was Punk's second match back in the Fed. Uh, he did. I think it was he did a house show circuit with Dom. I thought he did. Uh, or is it one? I thought, I thought it was he just only one did Madison oh, Square okay. Garden because they made a big fucking to do yeah. out of it. I remember that. I thought it was a full circuit, but no. I guess yeah, second match back. Can we briefly talk about how Drew McIntyre's gimmick now is that he's just an insufferable asshole, seemingly specifically to Punk? Yeah, Have I you love seen that. Any of this, yeah. Did you see the the promo he cut in his own gym with his wife filming, where he's like tearing time to chair up some triceps and just starts doing tricep pushdowns, staring into the camera, just smiling like an asshole. It's so good. He is the best. He's awesome. Um, he gives no fucks. Uh. Fuck was oh, the punk thing. Uh, somebody like I don't know if it's just time, age, bad luck, or what, but somebody said that this is the third major injury that he has had over the course of fourteen televised matches. That has been over the course of over two years. Yeah. Jesus. So that's the thing where it's like, if you when you look at it that way. Okay, two plus years, and it's only 14 televised matches. He's not working that many house shows, though, so let's just say 25 matches. And you, this is your third major injury. Then it's like, 
shit, man, like, maybe <laughs> figure out another job or something. Like, yeah. He was only signed to AA, or AEW for, I think it was only two years that he was there, and he missed at least 10 or 11 months with injuries. Oofty. Big oofty. Uh, your thoughts on Cody going over? I thought, um, there was conjecture. We've, okay, so, Bailey and I were talking, and, and throughout this show, our consensus was, well, Roman and Cody is happening. Mm -hmm. So, it's just a question of how they, how we get there. Right. So, we were like, Punk could win and use it for Rollins, or, yeah, Rollins. Right. And then that. We'll figure out a different way to get there with Cody. Yeah. But then also, they've been making a big deal with Cody going back to back. Ultimately, I was like, yeah, Cody's probably going to win this. So I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Sure. And I'm okay with it. I like that we're doing more back to back things because yeah. that doesn't happen very often. No. So I knew he was going over when they kept talking about only three men <laughs> have run it back to back twice, and it's been 26 years since it happened the last time. I was like, oh, well. I didn't catch that part, so I thought what I had thought was going to happen going into this Rumble was that it was going to be Punk would win, he would go after Rollins, and the story then would be, how does Cody get to Roman? Mm -hmm. And basically, I thought we would go past Elimination Chamber. I thought it would be like some weird, highly convoluted way of him earning this shot against Roman, and we wouldn't have it set up until like... A week prior to Mania. Like, I thought it was going to, like, write it down to the, the absolute fucking wire. And for some reason, the idea would be that, like, well, if we don't have a number one contender, Roman just won't defend the belt at Mania. Yeah. Which I would hate, except that the character, I think, could pull it off. Yeah. And then you would have that at the last moment. Oh, fuck, we do have a number one contender by whatever means, and it is Cody. I thought that was the theme we were going for. I think Cody won. And I was like, oh. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll do something where Punk, in essence, is doing this with Rollins, where he's trying to get to that title shot. Cool. Perfectly fine. I like the back-to-back -back thing. Hopefully, now we wait another 20-some-odd years to do it again, to reestablish that. There it is. Now, let's get into all the other insanity that's happened recently. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's let's give her overall reviews on this show first. Uh, for me, this is a, a light recommend. Yeah. Like, there was some good stuff here, but there wasn't a lot of it for me. Everything was... Nothing was objectively bad. I would say, check out the Women's Rumble. Check out uh, KO and uh, Logan Paul. Yeah. I would say you could watch the last ten minutes or so of the Men's Rumble and be totally fine. Watch a highlight Of video. the R-Truth thing. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Watch a highlight video edit that's like five minutes long of uh, the four-way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Because all the stuff they did was very well put together. And yeah. Dumb. Yeah. It was just like, all right, move it along, guys. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Your, your overall thoughts? Pretty much the same as you. Like, yeah. I would say my ultimate recommendation for the show would be Logan and uh, KO. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, there's a lot more to get into. In big there. time. So let's start with the small news. 
we're moving Raw to Netflix. <laughs> Which, yeah. the fact that that's the small news is shocking. Um, I thought this was huge whenever I saw it because people have been talking about pro wrestling moving to a streaming service like this for years and years and years and it's finally happening. Big fucking news. I saw some absolutely asinine takes about it. You know, obviously from people that will talk about how to run a business while they work at a fucking McDonald's. But like, yeah, neat. Yeah, I'm curious to see what it is. I'm also really interested in seeing what it does for like Netflix as a company moving forward. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Like, are they going to start doing more live broadcasts? Like, are they going to get into sports? Like, Disney owns ESPN, so that would be tough. But, like, imagine a world where they get the fucking NFL on Netflix. That would be insane. They yeah. give They give money to worse things. That's very true. <laughs> I also did see a things. thing that, uh, recently that said that Netflix actually isn't interested in theatrical releases. And I was like, oh, you're not. That's weird, because at one point they were going to buy a movie chain like AMC... So that they could release Netflix originals in theaters, thusly making them eligible for the Oscars and other various awards. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, but now this chairman or whatever at Netflix was like, oh no, we're not interested in that anymore. So I'm like, fuck, is this WWE thing like the start of that? Where they're like, let's just get everything else? Jesus. I don't know, wild stuff. Wild, Uh, wild wild stuff. But that's nothing. No, it really ain't. I'm, you're going to have to handle this because you know a lot more about it than I do, even. Un- unfortunately, I'm going to make you speak these words. Ultimately, Vince McMahon has <laughs> resigned from the company. He has been uh, fired, let go, future endeavored, asked to retire, whatever you may call it, by the WWE TKO like as a whole. Due yeah. to... Hi, Brian. Hi, you, you, Brian you've walked in at the absolute... You were going to say best or worst time? Best or worst time, because we're talking current Vince McMahon shit. No pun intended. Uh, That's not a pun. It was the worst of times. That's that's not a pun. You were so disappointed in yourself. You were like, that's not a pun. Damn it, Tom! Not a pun. Um, uh, Yeah, so he's done due to a lawsuit that's been filed about a lot of sexual misconduct, to say the least. Assault, physical, emotional, sexual assault, uh, and some truly depraved things. Yeah. And... Brayden, why did you make Vince McMahon do the things that he did? (laughs) I hit coin with that joke the day that happened. So, okay. Here is the what I would like to discuss about it. Because, okay, if you want to actually look up the court files, you can. I started to read them, and I was like, mm, the, even the wording on this isn't making this cool. Uh, <laughs> what? Just, yeah, not great, guys. Um, so I think the thing to talk about, though, is Vince is now gone, and he ain't coming back. Yeah. But it's not just him that is implied and named in this lawsuit. Uh, one, Brock Lesnar. Now, that's not by name, but it's literally WWE superstar slash former UFC champion 
is how it's listed in the court case or in the court document. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that's a short list there, brother. But I know that guy, and yeah. So uh, John Laurinaitis, who with maybe the ultimate scumbag defense that I've ever seen so far. Yeah. But anyone that's been like that's going to be found out as like involved in this or whatnot is probably going to be fired forever. Well, that's good. It is. But now it becomes a thing of like, who knew, who knew what, and the company moving forward. Mm -hmm. Did you see Maria's statement about it? No. So Maria Canellis put out a tweet that was, yeah, uh, to those of us that worked there and tried to say something, none of this is a surprise. Mm. But anytime any of us tried to say something, we were basically silenced. Yeah. Mm. So, this has been going on for a very long time. The more you learn about it, the worse it gets. Yeah. Like, someone someone put out a tweet when it first came out of the first... I think it might have been Maria or it was another woman worker. Was, I am immediately thinking of Ashley Massaro today. I've read stories about that. None of them, like, confirmed or anything. And it was horrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, to a degree where I was like, if that had been found out to be true... If it was true... And it was found out then, it would have been up there with, like, the Benoit mm-hmm. tragedy for, like, fucking stuff up for that company. Yeah. So, speaking of fucking stuff up, uh, so apparently he made people send, sign NDAs left and right. He drafted them and had them executed without fed legal counsel. So they may not stand. So what it, shit may come out of the woodwork. I love that. I do, too. I love that I get... Okay, so I... Okay, hold on. Hey, babe. I want to yeah. clarify... I don't love that this happened at all. Correct. But I love that I get to witness this. I get to live through this. Yeah. And I get to experience this. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Next level insanity. Especially because, like, I feel like our, our dear friend Bucky Collins hates billionaires. And that's great. Good for you. And he talks about it sometimes on their show about how, like, once a person achieves a certain level of wealth, they believe that they can do anything and there will be absolutely no repercussions. So it is satisfying when you see someone who is like that, your Vince McMahons of the world, get their fucking comeuppance. Have their chickens come home to roost. Like, and if, you know, what Meg was talking about, if these NDAs are all fucking now null and void and people can say whatever they want, Good God. And, like, now they're at a point where they don't have to be afraid of speaking their minds because this asshole is completely driven out of power. Yeah. Like, imagine if we knew every shitty thing that Vince McMahon has done. Because we only know, I'm certain, a small percentage. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, oh, the craziest thing to me, by the way, about this current lawsuit and all this madness that's come from it, Here's how this was able to happen. Uh, Homegirl initially signed, like a an NDA, like a you know whatever contract, for three million dollars to be paid one million dollars a year for the next three years. Vince stopped paying her. Thusly, that is now null and void. She gets her lawyer and legal team, and now we're in the situation that we're in. So if Vince had only upheld his end of a horrible deal about a horrible situation, he wouldn't be in the situation that he's in now. But because he was just like, 
Oh yeah, when I agreed to pay you to not talk about these awful things that I did, yeah, I'm just not going to do it. The money that he probably had in a suit jacket somewhere in his closet could have easily paid that off. Absolutely. Like, the, not like you owned a multi-billion dollar company that you're already in, you know, misallocating funds to do very nefarious shit with. It's I just, choose to believe he just forgot. Uh, I, if that's the case, that's infinitely more hilarious. I choose to believe. That's why I choose to believe. It, it's not that he wasn't, he was just like, I'm yeah, not going to pay uh, you. Right. He's just like, oh shit. What am I being sued for? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, he's just like, wait a minute. Runs to his kitchen, goes to an old to-do list. <laughs> At the bottom <laughs> is a little box, and it says, "Write million dollar NDA money check," and it's not checked off. He's <laughs> like, "No!" <laughs> I, I I didn't know how to set up the direct deposit. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Vince is the guy that absolutely would. Forget about direct deposit. Like, if you... You know he was probably still handing out paper checks to people up until very I was about to say, he's probably the guy that tries to write a check at McDonald's or something. God. (laughs) Mm. (sighs) But now the biggest thing... Not the biggest thing. That's undoubtedly the biggest thing. The most recent thing. Because now we can start talking about this bit of news, and then our mania predictions, if we have any, because... We'll go from there. So Cody has won the Rumble. At the time of this recording, last night, he is on SmackDown. He is in the ring with Roman. Roman is telling him he should challenge Rollins or something. or I, I don't know. Cody says, that is the belt that I want. That is the belt with history to my dad. This, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. I want to take everything from you. I've taken counsel from a lot of people, including someone who know. Or I want to take. I want to take it from you, but not at WrestleMania. Literally says on the mic, but not at WrestleMania. I've taken counsel from several people, including one who knows you very well. The Rock's music plays. The Rock comes out. They have a very awkward-looking hug in exchange, and Cody leaves the fucking ring, and the show ended on Dwayne and Roman looking at each other and not even saying anything. And. Roman leaves the ring and Dwayne cuts a promo to the crowd. That's it. After after the show is off the air. Yeah. I hate this. Yeah. So so let's go back. Let's rewind even to the promo that Roman cuts. Yeah. So on Raw on Monday, Seth cuts this very heartfelt, this is the belt you should take. This is what your dad stood for. This right. is a workhorse belt. You have, you know, we've... It's not a part-timer it's championship. It's not a part-timer championship. It's built on the backs of people who are trying to make this company a better place, right. basically. But I like the, I liked the yeah. promo quite a bit. Okay. I did too. It was good. Cody says, I'll think about it. Yeah. Goes to SmackDown. Roman cuts a promo that is, world champion's a bitch who wears women's clothing. If you want to wrestle and be a bitch, yeah, go Joe challenge right. Seth. You really want to fight me for this because you're going to make that good money showing up once every 42 days. Yeah. So go fuck yourself if you pick Seth. Hey, I pick you, but I'm not going to do it at Mania. Go wrestle your fucking cousin instead. What? It, none of this makes anybody look good. It makes everybody look stupid. Yeah. Seth, Cody, Roman, Damian Priest, the only person who comes out of this looking any sort of decent, except not really because he's getting mercilessly shit on online is Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne's not hurt. No. Didn't need it. 
I hate yeah. I I hate this. Uh-huh. I really fucking do. Like we we have been yeah. talking about this since last year's mania where I was like I didn't like that decision at all, but I was like if they can make it make it up and do it better, great. I have no I don't care about being right. I care more about what is right happening. If that makes any fucking sense. And I'm like, if you're a fan, like, and you've watched this, especially since last year's, I would say since last year's Rumble, when Cody won, and that was the, here we fucking go, guys, right? If you're a fan and you've watched this for the past year, and you're finally going to get the fucking catharsis, and then they're like, Dwayne, you're in. We gotta get funding to make Rampage 2. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, why... The thing that pisses me off the most about it is because the the fantasy booking get everything done exactly the way that you want it to do. Yes. Pivot fell into their laps. Punk yes. is hurt. A Mania main event is open. Yeah. You can have the fucking Adam Pierce be the fucking... I'm awesome GM again and be like you this whole reign has been about not defending mm-hmm. you're gonna have to defend at Mania mm-hmm. twice sure Which, night okay. one rock Very night well two spoken. Cody absolutely but here's the thing that happens and I mentioned this to somebody everybody was like rock Romans where the story's at rock Romans where the story's at they announce it the entire internet goes fucking what yeah fantasy booking is great the payoff sometimes is dog shit. Does everybody remember the barn burner that Goldberg and Brock had? The first time? Oh, fuck, that was trash. Yeah. Yeah. That was absolute fucking garbage. And Second and third time, though, ruled. Yeah. <laughs> sure, the first time Austin <laughs> only, checked his watch, that it one? Only, it only took him 20 years and a combined six minutes of in-ring action to get it right. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You want these things done fast or you want them right? I think the real friends we made were the spears along the way. I can't wait for two mania main events that are forty-five or thirty minutes long apiece. Cody and Seth that is five minutes of entrances and twenty-five minutes of wrestling, and then Roman and Rock, which was twenty-seven minutes of entrances <laughs> and three minutes of wrestling. Can't yeah. fucking wait, guys! And if I have to hear this is the better business decision one more time, I'm gonna rip my hair out. Uh, we were talking about that before you guys got here and whatnot. The argument of okay, the argument of well, this is the bigger draw. That's why we should do it, because this is the bigger draw. I get you. I hear what you're saying, right? I'm not going to say that Cody Rhodes is a bigger star than The Fucking Rock, all right? Got that. However, just because it's the bigger draw doesn't mean that I have to fucking like it as a fan. By that logic, right. if that's the guy's, if that's someone's stance, well, this is the better thing because it's the bigger draw. Hey, bud, your favorite movie, by default, has to be Avatar 2, your favorite musician in the world right now has to be Taylor Swift. Like, if that's what we're saying it is with... and Like, I mean, that's what it comes down to with any form of entertainment. It's the, yeah. You have the heads butting between art and business, right? But if someone's stance is, this is the best thing because it's the biggest draw, I want to be like, is that how you feel about everything? No. It be. no. I'm just lar- I'm just kind of largely indifferent, but then that's how I feel about, like, most things in life, so... Like, Fair enough. That's... Honestly, I don't have better attitudes. <laughs> better attitude. It just it pisses me off too, and like, I'm pissed off because like like Bailey's a huge Cody Rhodes fan, so I'm like, I don't like seeing my friends' favorites get fucking shafted. Sure. And he's absolutely shafted as of right now. But like, 
it also bothers me because I've seen this hot take too. Because if you can believe it, the internet is rife with opinions. Somebody was like, "What? This saved WrestleMania." What? Yeah. Other you you didn't have Brock and and Punk's hurt. So what do you do now? WrestleMania was going to be a dud. If you what? have faith in your fucking roster, don't run a two day show. This person thinks it was going to be bad with having Brock and no, Punk because they're gone. Oh. It's an empty void that clearly your top guys that you have can't fill, so we have to bring Dwayne in, who's apparently getting a chunk of money and is doing oh, yeah. this to be in good faith with Endeavor. I guess. Okay. Stupid. That then, also doesn't make sense. Then, do you know what this one said, Braden? Do you know what this one spoke into existence? Hmm. That now, just wait, quote, just wait, now we're going to get Goldberg and Gunther at Mania. And I, told I was him, trying to be funny. And I told him that if that happened, I was breaking up with him immediately. So when I'm... I'm He's staring at me so bad. So when, oh, I, no. so when I just put out a Snapchat of Tom standing in the yard with a bag of his belongings, and it says, we had a good run, know that it came from that! Uh, mm-hmm. I was then positing the idea of <laughs> Goldberg now lining up for the spear on Gunther. <coughs> I, a strangely moated man has jumped into the ring from the crowd... He's trying to kill Goldberg. <laughs> I was prepared for this inevitability, Magda. I have some friends I can introduce you to and whatnot. And you're good to stay with me over at my house for a bit. Cool, I'll stay right here. You can go live in the garage. Gold Hunter. <laughs> oh, no. Goldberg. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants this. Okay, let's solve through some mania predictions with the current state of, oh, God, that we're in. I'm going to be optimistic with mine. No, I don't think all of these are going to happen. I'm going to, I'm going to try. Cody versus Orton for the belt at Mania. How do we get there? We tell Samoan Joe, not Samoa Joe. Hey, brother, we have a stadium of 65, 70,000 people in Australia sold out. Do you mind going under to the big sea down in Australia, and then you can beat the fuck out of the rock the next month to get your heat back? And then we do Cody versus Orton, and we still do Rock versus Roman. I'm trying to be optimistic. Don't yell at me. Who gets I think, Seth? Drew? I want Drew. Drew? I think Drew, and Drew actually goes over. So we finally, finally give him what he has fucking earned and he has a ready-made program for when the guy who comes back from triceps injury for a world title while we're all talking about triceps. Yeah, you're you're actually brilliant, and you nailed it. I don't think mm-hmm. that I could go better than that. And if he's healthy in time, Gunther and Sheamus. Yeah. And we actually make Mania 40 a feel-good, top-to-bottom, go-the-fuck-home-happy-for-once and try to forget about this disaster with our founder... And Seamus gets his moment. If I could posit an alternative, because I was originally a Seamus guy. Yes. And maybe we we could still do Seamus, and I would be major mm. up for it, because it would make sense, because you circle all the way back to it, because I think this would be like the third time or whatever. Mm. And, and we love the rule of threes. Yeah. But Chad Gable. I would love that. I would love for them to finally pay that off. Like, that would be incredible. Yeah, but Can't also then he looks like a dumb fuck if he loses yet again to Gunther. Sure, but I would have no. I'm, not, I'm saying that no matter. I think at Mania 40 the trigger is pulled on Gunther's title reign. It probably should be, and if not there, 
if they wanted to do something, if they were holding off on this, because I'm a big Seamus guy, if they wanted something to just be like, let's see what the most vitriol we can get from an audience is. They take it over to France and do it there. The Bash at Berlin. That's it, yeah. And have Seamus beat Gunther there, just to be like, I don't know, maybe this starts another war. Because <laughs> what, oh, even if not... We, you, you, we, this is why you, we, you don't have a wrestling company with if, billions if the, of okay, dollars. hear me out. If the timeline's matched up, Give me my Drew and Seth at Mania. Drew up. Depending again on timeline, because I can't quite remember when that Bash in Berlin show is. Uh, uh, Gunther drops the icy belt at Mania. Mm-hmm. Drew holds the world title for a little bit until Punk is back. Punk immediately takes it off him. Guess what? Next show, Bash in Berlin. Fuck it. Hot potato it for just a little bit. Put it on Gunther. Gunther beats Punk in Berlin. Hmm. Now, granted, I don't think that can happen because I think Punk's going to be out for like nine months. But also happens in August too. He yeah. would he would be injured seven times in that match. With <laughs> okay, so if that's in August, that's just because I think that crab is going to be insane for Gunther. So, so here's I what see. I think. Yeah, I think we do Sheamus Gunther at Mania. Bring it. That's one. Yeah. We go to Money in the Bank. Gunther wins it back. That's two. Mm. One and one. We get to Bash in Berlin. It is Seamus as a heel. Gunther is face. Mm-hmm. Gunther retains. Ooh. There are rubber matches in, in Berlin. That could be cool. Uh, oh, wait. Other shit that I'm predicting for Mania. I mean, this is not a prediction. Pretty well set. Bailey versus EO. Really good. Bailey up. I, th- I really think they need to, like... Hey, guys, we're just, this year, it's going to be one of the only manias where we just give you fucking happy endings. Yeah. And you win. Yeah. It's not just hand job massages for everybody. <laughs> uh, let's see what, what about else? about Rhea? Oh, um, fuck, dude, I don't know, honestly. I think she runs through Naya. I think that's what I was thinking, too, Yeah, going to be Naya, and I feel like ever since Naya came back to the company, what her role Becky? has been to just... That would be cool and probably pretty good, too. I wouldn't... Yeah, I bet it could be Becky. Could be. If we get another women's match, I would like Bianca versus Jade Cargill. Yeah. Yeah. That's Oh, that's absolutely going to happen. And literally make it the women's equivalent of a Brock-Goldberg match from, like, late, where, hey, this is six minutes, and all you're going to do is be jacked and strong. <laughs> I have an idea. Yes. For our throwaway Andre Battle Royal Memorial... Baby of the Year segment. <laughs> Who will be Giant of the Year? Winner? Yes. Akira Tozawa. Okay. So then all this training with... <laughs> Alpha Academy. <laughs> and trying to fight Omos and everything. Yeah. Pays off. With Akira Tozawa body slams Omos over the top rope. I would In front be... of 93,000 screaming Tozawa maniacs, brother. Thousand? <laughs> You know what else we're going to get at Mania and I'm going to be sad? Hogan versus somebody. Rock. Or Omos. Not Mania. Not Mania. Uh, SummerSlam. We're going to get Hogan Rock. Omos. Hogan Omos? Omos? Hogan. <laughs> Omogan? No, Hogan Omos. Why? Be the giant, brother. Again. <laughs> oh. Again. <laughs> so enthusiastic. I am sad. No, man. It's either that or like, yeah, Hogan versus Akira Tozawa, so he can bump for him. God damn. Oh, I don't know how we're going to squeeze two days out of this shit. 
Uh, we'll find a way. But you know what else we're going to find a way to do? Let's shut this episode down. We, we got, got more, a lot more to record we got today. more to fucking create. So, I guess just like fuck you or something? No, yeah, no, we love you. Thank you for watching. What? Listening, not watching. Damn it. What are we doing?